EO Fire 1366. Live a life that you're proud of. Be a mindful entrepreneur. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and ignite. Find your perfect hire fast. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Roshana Novellis. Roshana, are you prepared to ignite? I'm surrounded by candles. Yes! (laughs) Roshana, known as the Wealthy Yogi, is a mindful wealth multiplier, business strategist, and author. She has developed a five-step blueprint for mindful money management to show any entrepreneur how to create a stress-free, wealthy lifestyle. Through her books, programs, and retreats, she's helped thousands of entrepreneurs achieve intentional, personal success. Roshana, take a minute. Fill in some gaps to that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. So my personal life includes hanging out with my fitness buddies. I do run groups on the weekends and I serve on nonprofit board that does hackathons for nonprofits. So that's how I spend my free time. (laughs) Nice. And where are you located at? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Hotlanta, Georgia. Love that area. Don't get to spend as much time as I used to, but I was actually, maybe this is TMI, conceived at Fort Bragg, (laughs) Georgia. So uh, definitely we'll always have some roots with Georgia, no doubt. But Roshana, what I kind of want to move into right now is your business today. How do you generate revenue with your business right now? So after years of working one-on-one with clients, I discovered that businesses have several common pain points. Because of this, I've developed several online and offline programs. My signature program, The Wealthy Yogi Blueprint, is designed to take the entrepreneur through everything from successful money management through mindfulness exercises. So this has really proven to help people move through the next level of their business. This and all programs are found on my website, thewealthyyogi.com. And so those are the ways that you generate revenue? Yes, yes. Killer. Yeah. Talk to us real quick about like one of your retreats. Like, What does that look like? A real quick rundown from like beginning to end. So my retreats, I teach yoga. I go through how to meditate as well. And we also do mastermind sessions. So we go through what is the biggest problem that you're dealing with right now in your business and what actionable steps can you implement in 90 days? So the person is able to center themselves and then also come out with the actionable thing that they can do in their business. Very cool. Yeah. Now, Roshana, it seems like you have it all figured out. I mean, yoga, fitness, meditation, XYZ, but wasn't always awesome. I mean, you've had your struggles in the past. And what I would like you to do for Fire Nation right now is take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date and tell us that story. (sighs) 
So my worst entrepreneurial moment started with a bad business referral that turned into a bad business partnership. So my oldest friend who grew up on the same street as I did, she attended junior high, high school and college with me, told me, I have someone that you have to meet. This individual was Harvard educated. She's really dynamic and she has a really successful business and all she needs is a business partner. She loves finance just like you. You both are two of the hardest people that I've, hardest working people that I've ever met and your personalities are complementary. You like the, to be in the weeds and, and do all the organizational stuff while she's like a visionary and a marketing person. So after six months of courting, I decided to go all in and join this business. So I quit my lucrative management consulting job. I actually sold a house that I owned in DC, which is a two unit rental property that not only was uh, cash flow positive, was actually paying for my home in Atlanta. And I relocated from Atlanta to Miami to go all in on this business. And soon thereafter, everything changed. So my business partner had to go to Dubai for a while. So I decided my first order of business was to have employee interviews. So I started discussing their existing client base, their roles and responsibilities, so I can do employee manuals. And I soon discovered that a lot of them didn't know who the clients were. They had made up some of the financial Mm. documents that I received. And I was devastated. I was like, okay, wait, what's going on here? And so I ended up talking to my mom about this. And she's like, Roshana, you know, it's just money. You're a very hardworking person. And just because you've done so much to get here and to be a part of this business, it doesn't mean you have to stay. But I said, hey, no, let me, let me keep going. I'm here. I'm in Miami. I changed my whole life to join this business. I have to keep going. And... I spoke to a lawyer at this point. He said, your partnership agreement has a lot of holes here. Mm. I was like, what? (laughs) And then I talked to my friend who's a business broker. And he's like, there's no way someone will let you buy into their company and give you that much equity for so little money if the company was generating that much revenue. That just doesn't make any sense. And I was like, okay, I'm still keep going. And then my business partners asked me to co-sign on a loan so we can get all these new upgrades for the company. And then she also wanted to move to new offices. And I said, wait, should I dig myself even deeper in this situation or should I cut my losses and leave? And I needed one more confirmation that it was time for me to leave. So I was like, let me talk to a business consultant. And the business consultant said, Roshana, get out of this situation immediately. So... That very day, I actually bought a one-way ticket from Miami to Atlanta and left. I didn't even say goodbye to everyone. I left all the furniture I had there, all the business supplies, everything. And I came back to Atlanta. And I decided that I had two options at this point. Either I could stay in self-doubt or pity and pity, or I could be the full-time entrepreneur that I intended to be. And that's when I started my business uh, financial consulting firm. And this is one of the reasons why I've developed so many of these programs, because I don't want other entrepreneurs to not pay attention to the mindfulness and self-awareness practice and get further and further into bad uh, decision-making as they go along in their business. Fire Nation, there's something that I'm really pulling out of here that I want to make sure that you really absorb as listeners right now. That's the sunk cost fallacy. We have such a mindset as entrepreneurs, like, oh my goodness, I spent 
X number of dollars going into college debt over this major. I have to have a career in this major. Like I did X, Y, and Z, or I put up so much time, energy, and effort into this thing. I have to see it through. No, you don't. Every single day is a new day. And whatever has happened in the past, you've done in the past, that's in the past. And whatever you do today going forward, that's today going forward. So don't have that sunk cost fallacy of just because you've invested so much time, energy, effort, or money into something that you have to keep plugging away at it. If your heart is telling you to keep plugging away at it, then listen to your heart, listen to your intuition, listen to your gut, and keep plugging away at it. But if all the signs are pointing, hey, get the heck out of here, Get the heck out of there because all you have is time. Don't get stuck in that sunk cost fallacy. Drive forward in a new direction. Get inspired in this one life that you have to live, this one life. Now, Roshana, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Exactly what you mentioned. Like, be mindful, be self-aware, and use your best judgment in all situations to figure out if it's best for you and in alignment with your goals and objectives. It's okay to keep going, and entrepreneurship has several ups and downs, but if you are compassionate with yourself and, and, and everyone else around you, you should make better uh, decisions in business. Let's talk about another story, Roshana. Let's talk about a time that you had an aha moment. Now, you've had a lot of these in your career, but Fire Nation, we are entrepreneurs, we're small business owners. What's one of your greatest aha moments that we'll resonate with as entrepreneurs? Take us to the moment you had that aha moment and walk us through how you turned it into success. So I had my aha moment in Thailand when I discovered how to be a mindful entrepreneur. So before going to Thailand, I did have a practice of meditation and mindfulness, but it was pretty compartmentalized in my life. And in 2014, I decided, hey, it's time for that practice to be number one. So I decided to go to Thailand for six weeks of my life to focus on my yoga education and just to be away from the Western world. And after I got there, I hated it. Nothing was like I expected. I thought it was going to be like the hardcore sweaty yoga. And it was the mindful, gentle yoga. And all we did was sit on the floor for 12 hours a day, chanting, learning Sanskrit, (laughs) and just studying about the yoga philosophy. I'm like, this is not what I expected. Why am I here? I was so frustrated. And, you know, as we do, we complain. So I met another type A participant in the program that was from Singapore. And she and I decided that we were going to stay. We're going to stick it out. And, but we had to do something about it. So we decided that we were going to wake up at 4.30 in the morning every day and alternate teaching hardcore yoga classes to each other so that we could sit you know, for 12 hours a day after that. <laughs> and we settled into that routine. Also at the program, they let us go online for one hour a day. So there is a cafe down the street. So we, we braved the street dogs and went down to the cafe and checked our email while eating coconut ice cream every day. And that's when my aha moment appeared or occurred because I realized there in that cafe that no matter what we have, we'll complain. We're going to complain anyway, right? So here I was in Thailand, which is also an amazing experience. I was complaining because something wasn't as I expected. And nothing in life happens as you expect. But if you're mindful and pay attention to your gratitude, you'll notice that 
every moment is precious, right? So although we didn't have hot water or heat, I was able to find like a great friend and a great routine to navigate through that situation. And I realized then and there that pairing mindfulness with finance just made complete sense. So when I came back to Atlanta, I decided, hey, I'm going to stick to this fitness and mindfulness routine. I haven't found the really good coconut ice cream here, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) I I know that this system has worked for me and it's a great way to uh, carry carry out your life. Uh, Well, I'll tell you, we had a great Thai restaurant right next to us in Pacific Beach out in San Diego called Rakadika. And I would go there at least once a month to get my coconut ice cream fix because, oh, just love that. And there's a lot, Fire Nation, that you can and should be taking away from what Roshan is saying. But I hope one of the biggest things is, listen, just be mindful. Like, you're going to complain. The grass is always going to be greener. Things aren't always going to be how you think. In fact, they're rarely going to be as you hope, as you expect, as you want them to be. Just be mindful of that and just be all embracing. Live in the present and say, hey, can, can I, should I just suffer through this experience in Thailand or can I make the most of it? Like Roshana made the most of it. Now, what do you, Roshana, want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? That nothing happens as you expect it to happen. <laughs> so nothing is as ex- is expected to be. So all you have to do is be mindful and figure out what you need in the present moment and do make the best out of every situation. What would you say your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur is? My biggest weakness is comparing myself to others. I know I felt like a failure in my first year in business because I didn't make a lot of money, but we all have our own story. So when you compare yourself to others, you just lose. Don't do that. (laughs) I love the quote, the only person you should compare yourself to is you yesterday. Think about that, Fire Nation. If you're comparing yourself to you yesterday and you win, you win. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to anybody else because you will compare and despair. What's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? I'm really great at helping others realize their dreams and helping them move from idea to action. You have a lot of things going on, Roshana, right now, but what's the one thing that you are most fired up about today? I'm really fired up about my Wealthy Yogi Blueprint program. I've seen how mindfulness is affecting people's lives. And I just want this message to reach out and help as many entrepreneurs as possible. I'm really fired up about it. And where can Fire Nation find out more? So Fire Nation can find out more at thewealthyyogi.com and I'm at The Wealthy Yogi on all social media platforms. For the Fire Nation community specifically, I have my signature Wealthy Yogi Wealth Multiplier, which gives five steps to multiply wealth without giving up the things that you love, which can be found at thewealthyyogi.com slash fire. And I'm giving it away for free to Fire Nation. TheWealthyYogi.com slash fire in Fire Nation. (laughs) We are going to literally light the lightning rounds on fire. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Are you ready to stop spending your entire day in your inbox, constantly reacting to and letting your time be ruled by other people's agenda? 
If so, it's time to check out Quip. Quip is a modern-day love story where communication and content marry to create a beautiful living document you can add to, comment on, and share with your team in real time. With Quip, chat is built directly into every document, so it's easy to discuss content, make revisions, and reach a final decision in one place. And bringing everything together in one place equals clarity, good decision-making, and some really awesome teamwork. The annoying back-and-forth via email and the continuous question of, where are we at with that again disappears. Over 500 of the most forward-thinking companies and teams from the most disruptive startups use Quip, including Facebook, Quora, and Product Hunt. Visit quip.com slash fire to sign up and get six months of the Quip team plan for free. That's quip.com slash fire. Finding your perfect hire for business is tough. In addition to seeking out the most qualified candidates, you're also gauging who's going to be a great fit for your team, and this can take a lot of time. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend ZipRecruiter.com. In fact, we just hired the newest member of Team Fire using ZipRecruiter. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. All it takes is one click to post your job to 100 plus job sites. Then watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. The best part is there aren't any emails or calls to juggle. We just screened candidates, rated them, and then hired the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try it free at ZipRecruiter.com com slash fire. Roshana, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I was focused on the wrong things. I was so focused on money, making money that I neglected myself, friends and family. What is the best advice you've ever received? Your net work is your net worth. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? My regimen of self-care, I'm very mindful about all the toxins that I ingest, whether they be food, friends, or surroundings. So being mindful is key. And I love that point you brought up about the friends. Like you are honestly, Fire Nation, affected by the friends that are around you. I'm not saying to disown childhood friends or whatever, but just realize that you are the average of those five people you spend the most time with. Share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation. So... I like Mavenlink for online project management software. Everyone can use project management software. It just saves you so much time and makes you super efficient. Mm. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? So I have two books. I have Leap of Strength, which teaches you how to look inside and focus on your skill sets to push forward. And then I have Mastering the Rockefeller Habits, which teaches you how to do 90-day plans and five-year plans. And I think that is the strategic way to reach your objectives. Roshana, this is the last question of the lightning rounds. But it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
Well, I would do exactly what I'm doing right now. I would still focus on mindfulness and fitness every day. And I would use all social media platforms and talk to as many people as possible about using compassion throughout their lives. And I don't want to sound like Miss America or anything, but if you can imagine if everyone lived from a place from mindfulness, there will be no war, there will be no poverty, no need to rob, steal, or kill, or put other people down. And we would all live in peace. And I think that educating everyone about how important compassion it is to others and yourself is extremely important. Well said. Roshana, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Your audience can connect with me at thewealthyyogi.com. And remember, I'm giving away my free Wealthy Yogi Wealth Multiplier at thewealthyyogi.com slash fire. Slash fire. And of course, Roshana, we want that parting piece of guidance. Live a life that you're proud of. Be a mindful entrepreneur. Fire Nation. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Roshana and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Roshana in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about. And if you just type in R-O-S-H and hit enter, that's the first part of her name, it'll pop right up too. And I just want to say, Fire Nation, we have the best show notes in the biz, time-stamped, everything that we've been talking about will be linked. And of course, go directly to thewealthyyogi.com slash fire for your free gift because Roshana's awesome. And Roshana, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven to an eight-figure-a-year business, all from my living room, text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite.